Hello, hello, and welcome to your daily dose, well, I should say weekly, weekly dose of Slightly Unqualified. I'm your expert host for this evening. I will bring you through this journey together. With me is joined by the bomb expert, a.k.a. Matt Guppy, mm-hmm. and we have the showstopper, Khan, a.k.a. Neven. Um... Gentlemen, how are we doing today? What's new? What's good? What's the word? Anybody? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, we're doing pretty good, man. Um, I feel like I broke my toes earlier this week. I slammed them into my ottoman. Uh, and no they fun. have been, yeah, it's been a cluster ever since. My toes are like black and blue. Mm-hmm. But besides that, this week's been pretty good. Almost there. It's Friday. Or tomorrow's Friday, so can't ask for anything more than that. Do you think there's a marketplace where people want to look at bruised toes and would pay I for think that? I, I think so. The only thing is, I have I, like short little hobbit toes, man, and it's not like they're not sexy. You know what I mean? Are they hairy? You got no, like those, not hairy. those hairy toes? Nah, I got like the, the three hair toe. You know what I mean? Just like three really the strong hairs. Yeah. I don't feel long, but. You know what I mean? They're they're B B minus toes, I think. Yeah, well, I mean they could be F toes, so could be. You're sitting track. pretty with your black and blue toes. Uh, bomb expert, aka Mateus. Yes, sir. What's I'm new? Here. What's good this week? Are you Nothing. present? Nothing's new. Nothing's good. Just just chilling, just hanging out, having a good time. Wow. Nothing new. The boys. Nothing new. Or literally nothing new. Quite literally. You guys want to hear something kind of funny that sure. I mean, Matt, Matt, you might be aware. It just depends on how connected to things you are. Yes. So I was at a work conference this, this week and I had some downtime and I was flipping through LinkedIn and on my feed came up a little LinkedIn post that Matt was talking about an awesome promotion that he got. And I realized we had never connected before. In the five uh, plus yeah. years of knowing each other, we have never been connected on LinkedIn. Uh, and I saw you. I saw you like me. I was like, I don't think we're even friends on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, why? Why is this not a thing? Um. Well, I'll, I'll go last. So my week has been pretty busy, pretty eventful, uh, and we're just getting started. Today is my son's, my oldest son's seventh birthday. Uh, so a lot of fun or having a party with his friends tomorrow. We got a blow up bouncy house. Mm-hmm. We got a blow up water slide that's going in the backyard. It should be a, should be a pretty good time. There you go. Mm-hmm. Is your boys into anything? Is your, your boys into anything right now? Like there are the, things like the theme is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man never dies, man. He just, yeah, just every just, year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's so into spider-man like he's got this like um it's like a spider-man onesie and again being in arizona it's way too hot for a onesie but oh. he is committed to spider-man and being spider-man that he wears that thing to bed and like That's we'll check on it like make sure everything's good and then like halfway through the night he'll just like be halfway out of the onesie trying to cool down but talk about commitment uh, he's part of the game. 
So we have some fun things to talk about. Uh, last week, if you were here, you got to witness uh, something a little different. Uh, Matt and I played a, it was actually, it was pretty fun. Um, and we know for sure that Steven didn't watch it. Yeah. Sorry. So man. Matt, will you give just a brief, maybe at most five minute recap of what we played, how it went, who was the yeah. ultimate winner, mm-hmm. who ended up dying the most? Oh, shoot. Sorry. Microphone issue. My bad. Uh, so we played a game called keep, wait, keep talking or everybody dies. Uh, there is a bomb that one person has. The other person has the bomb manual. I can't see the bomb. The person that has the bomb sees the bomb, but can't see the manual. So what happens is the person with the bomb says, hey, this is what I have on the bomb. And the manual is very complex and very specific. Uh, so the bomb diffuser is talking to the bomb expert, which is the guy with the manual. We have to communicate to him. This is what you have on your bomb. Okay, cool. This is what you have to do with those things in your bomb, step by step. The more strikes you get, which you get three max, uh, the faster the time goes. You have five minutes to defuse the entire bomb, and there could be upwards of like six or seven modules in the bomb. Uh, so it was pretty fun. Uh, definitely, like, definitely. I think you're muted, sir. Definitely a uh, a party game. Like, I could see it being a cool thing. Like, if it's like a room full of people, mm-hmm. one person has the bomb. And like everyone's trying to defuse it with them, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, there really was no winner. We, you know, neither one of us really diffused it too often, except for <laughs> like when we had like three modules, four modules. Uh, Andrew really thought that I was just like sabotaging the whole time. Then we flipped roles, and I was like, "Yeah, not so easy, huh, you goober?" Honestly, uh, dude, like, but I was, I was like, I was thinking like, "There's no way." Like, he's making this way way more complex no, than it man. needs to be. Nope. But when you're looking at this stupid manual. And there's like charts that you have to do. Sometimes there's like math. Sometimes there's like you have to remember what a step was from like four steps ago. Like, yeah, that's way too much. Way too much. It was so fun, fun. though. Yeah. Um, On top of that, I try to tell Andrew, like, watch when you get when you see this manual. Andrew just gave too much information. I would say, is there wires? Uh, there's green. There's six green. There's there's two two whites. I'm like, no, no, no. Bit of going on. Like, you just answer me yes or no, and then eventually <laughs> he started. He started like, okay, is there wires? Yes. Okay, is there six? Yes. Like it's it's super straightforward. And then when we switch roles, I knew the manual almost front and back at that point in time. So it was a lot easier for me to tell him information that I knew he needed than it yeah. was for blind. On the flip side of it, though, it made him realize how freaking hard it was to give me directions. Mm-hmm. Because even though I knew like what some of the things were supposed to be doing, he gave me the wrong directions. I just I had to follow because I didn't know like the exact combinations of things. Mm-hmm. But really fun overall. And thank me for that, Andrew. I want my respect. Thank you. You have my respect yeah, as a human. He wants, his, he wants his respect. Respect me. Uh, no, it was awesome. If you if you want to check it out, I definitely would recommend. It's a lot of fun uh very hard i had a hard time and i probably still don't understand how to do the the wires that are like multiple colored wires i don't think i ever figured that out so how do you guys uh, come up, come up with this game did you guys just like google fun games to play and that was one of the games yeah uh, i think I, I've, I've i've known about it for a while so i've wanted uh, to play it and there was no the opportunity to play it yeah. uh andrew doesn't communicate with me outside of like this podcast so uh Nope. Not much for me to play against anybody until then. So, 
I've done about it for a while. I've seen it before because, um, like, the Optic guys played at one point in time, like a long time ago. There are some guys that I used to watch. Um, I forgot like what their group name was, but anyways, they were like, like I'm talking like 2018. I was watching them and they were playing the game. So I've wanted oh, to nice. play it for five years now. Damn! And then you had to play with Andrew. Sorry about that, man. I wish yeah, and we didn't, didn't succeed at all. Got you. So what it seems like is if when shit hits the fan, Andrew's going to give you all the information you don't need or yeah. it's going to land on you to fix it. And ain't no war. We're all going to die. Yeah, well, I mean, if I'm defusing the bomb, it's just considered donezo. Yeah. I'd be like throwing out like, hey, I don't want to alarm you, but we got like 30 seconds left. Like, <laughs> yeah, stuff that didn't yeah. even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun though. So, so that's that's it's kind of weird how you guys talk about planning the bombs. I've been playing a lot of payday lately, and uh, it's been a blast. I've been having so much fun. Um, we were playing one of the maps where you have to plant the bomb or hack some of uh, the bank information to get into it. And um, as as better and better you get uh, and level up, you unlock different <clears throat> features to zip tie people to throw the bags farther. And just just random things. Well, we were playing with this kid. I want to say he was like 11 years old. Definitely shouldn't be playing the game uh, without supervision. But this kid goes, uh, what do we need? And this other guy we were playing with goes, oh, man, I messed up. And so the kid took it as, oh, we're just we're just putting our mask on and just gun blazing now. So we're literally about to finish this whole map without having to pull our mask down. Sorry. <laughs> to pull our mask down. And this kid just screws it up on hard. And literally, I've never heard a grown man scream like that. The dude who was, the dude just, yeah. I know that that guy's wife was like, what the hell are you screaming for? You know, like, it was one of those. And this little kid was apologizing. And I'm not going to lie to you. I went hard in on that kid. I was like, dude, you got to, you got to ask a couple more questions before you just put that mask on. We start gun blazing, Mm -hmm. especially on expert mode where, they have snipers who've been playing like Halo Infinite, and they can just jump snipe you. With, like that game's so hard on experts, so you have to be so. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, so good at that game that everybody has to be on cue. And I knew that little kid was going to screw us, and he did. We died instantly after yeah, that. Damn but, kid! Just, just, just kids, so everyone man. knows, I I missed clicking the mute. No, it's all good, man. I, I, I thought I had it, and then I did. Yeah, be sure, for sure. My ear jumps are bleeding, but it's all good. Yep. Yep. Everyone's gone now because they are, have gone deaf. Yeah. Um, so let's change topics real quick because it's been a couple weeks. We got to catch up on Ahsoka. I'm assuming we've all caught up and watched. And if not, we don't necessarily have to talk about it. Um, yeah, <clears throat> but there is something that I've noticed has happened in this show, The Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Like all the all the Star Wars projects that are coming off, and it, and it kind of makes me really angry. Um, but before we get into it, I'm just going to throw that out there. I'll be curious to see if anybody else picks up on this. Uh, it was a one-liner, and it just it just was like, why? It's so unnecessary. Um, but let's jump back and let's talk about episode six, which we had the reveal of Thrawn coming back, um, and Ezra, and Ezra. Is it Ezra? Do we know? Do we really? It's know? Ezra. Here we go. <clears throat> Do we really know? Yeah, we'll get to the conspiracy theory right at the end. But yeah. yeah. So, um, Stephen, take us through what your thoughts were on episode six. So, episode six, I thought was dope for different reasons than just the show. I thought it was cool. They brought some like 
like I felt like they had this like castle vibe knights kind of thing going on uh, with with the way uh, it's been leading up. They've been they've been really showing a lot of like the old Camelot kind of old school castle vibes with like uh, the knights and stuff like that. And I'm 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 really enjoying that. But then when we saw Thrawn, we got to see a different style of fighting. Not not so much fighting, but more of a uh, soldiers. I really enjoyed the uh, the way the, the stormtroopers looked, or the troopers looked, mm-hmm. clone troopers, or whatever troopers they were. Um, I do love how they have um, gold, like that, like mended their suits and their armor. They used it as like something to bind each other with. Yeah, they're it's like very clearly samurai resources. Yeah, like, and there's a, I, uh, I, I knew about it, but didn't know what it was until I watched uh, the episode was, uh, or knew the name. But there's this Japanese thing where like they break uh, bowls or they break cups. They'll actually use gold to like actually put the cup or the the bowl back together, mm-hmm. and um, to symbolize like it's, this is very important. We need to keep it. Every little piece has to stay together. And I like how they did that with the stormtroopers or whatever troopers they were. I. Aesthetically, I, I loved it. I loved the episode a, a lot. Mm-hmm. I was a little let down on how they introduced Ezra to the the show. I, I felt like a little it was a letdown to me. Um, I do like those little turtle creatures they introduced. Those things are pretty cool. The, the um, Crab Rocks. Yeah, those guys are pretty tough. I like that. I love how Star Wars introduces like mm-hmm. cute little fun characters. I thought that was dope. I just wish they would have done a little more with the release of Ezra or the showing of Ezra. I feel mm-hmm. like they just kind of I don't feel like it was very emotional. I felt like so, it was very like, I haven't seen you in a week. What's up? Homie? Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I think it's important to remember though, that like, again, I think all three of us are pretty, pretty big Ezra fans, but this isn't necessarily like an Ezra show. Like, and so at first I was like, come on, like give us more. And even into even to the next episode, but afterwards I was like, you know what? I'm actually okay. I'm okay with this because he doesn't need to steal the show, especially because I feel like you have characters like um, Balin. Um, great character. Where, yeah, great character. Fantastic character. I I love that. I don't know what he wants. Um, yeah, that's so. I'm so entertained by that dude. Yeah, so just. Just, just a great character. There's mystery, like just, just awesome. Um, but I feel like if we had gotten like a banger of Ezra coming out, like him having his own like special looking lightsaber that he's like forged together, that's just an- another thing that like Ahsoka, as a character, has to compete with. Which I, I think that's kind of why we've gotten this like, I don't want to call it like a dumbed down version of Ezra, but this different version of Ezra that than we're used to. Um, but I don't feel like as a character, he's, he's all that different. Um, and if you think about it, you know, he's what a, a teenager when he goes through, um, the Purgle journey, like, I want to say he's like 15 or 16. Yeah. And so it, to me, it almost made a little bit of sense that he was still like kind of awkward and goofy because he really hasn't had anybody to interact with other yeah. than these weird creatures. And so Sabine has like clearly, um, grown up and is like a, a different person versus he's still kind of just like awkward and like still kind of going through like that teen spurt um, even though he's got like the Moses beard and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, it looks weird. 
I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It, 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 he is a good actor and I'm enjoying him, but I feel like, I feel like I'm not invested in him. And I don't I think we should. To be. I don't. I don't think we should have to be invested into Ezra. Like Ezra's. Ezra's like again. He's not the focal point of the show. Um, but I. I, I can see that. But I, I definitely get that. Like, uh, where's the hook for him? Where it now? Step away from the fans, like us being fans of the show, and let's be. Uh, we're selling toys. We're selling merch. Is is somebody going to identify with Ezra? Is somebody going to want to be Ezra? If they're selling toys, I don't, I don't feel like he's not yet. Maybe they're going to do something crazy because he has, he, I like how he force fought. I thought that was tight. He didn't have a lightsaber. I just hope that, uh, I, think I hope they show us more. I hope they, yeah, I guess I'm a they already, they already had their Ezra boom when Ezra was the focal point of the yeah. Rebel show. Rebels gave us that, but also at the same time, when when uh, Ahsoka was first introduced, like, do you think people really like related to her as a character? No one liked her for the first season. Yeah, like, oh, I fucking love Ahsoka. <clears throat> now, but Not if you go back, one. if you watch yeah. the movie, like, you go back yeah. and you watch that stupid movie, like, she's obnoxious, but yeah. it's what it's what she's grown into. And I think we have to remember that Ezra's character has literally had like the pause button hit on him because literally True. he's he's removed himself from everything. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of potential for growth, um, but I don't think now is the time to really go into it. But Matt, tell me tell me your thoughts on the, the episode or counter. On six? Or, yeah, yeah, six. Um, the exact opposite of what you guys were saying, the fact that it's called Ahsoka and she wasn't in it is ridiculous. She uh, was in it at the beginning. That's two minutes. She's not in it. Um. Uh, I've said it before that episode came out. I do not want a she's traveling here, take my time with it, and not show her doing anything but traveling. And they did exactly that. Yep. Now, granted, we got Ezra out of it, and we got Sabine's little journey, and <clears throat> we got a little bit more like context on like how Thrawn's treating this whole situation of like not even caring about Ezra being there and just wanting to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got that stuff. I just it. What you guys have said about Ezra not being the focal point, he was the focal point in episode six. Whether it was seeking him out, like he might not have been in it, but the episode was about seeking him out. Yeah, and everything is revolved that. around that. Um, and to me, it's not his show. He had six seasons of Rebels. <laughs> I, I, I love Ezra to death. I think you guys both know how much I love Ezra, but in, in the show called ahsoka she needs to be in every episode significantly mm-hmm. um outside of that good episode <laughs> i'm not like mad about it per se mm-hmm. uh i just it's just exactly what happened is what i didn't want to happen which you have ahsoka being irrelevant for an entire episode because she's traveling which i literally said i did not want that mm-hmm. the, like week before we discussed that um ezra's introduction was way underwhelming compared to Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, but just, like completely fit the Ezra Bridger story. Like, just the fun Took guy you long enough. hanging out with those little like creatures was like very Ezra. Um, so I'm I'm cool with that. Um, I just feel like outside of Thrawn returning, and then like actually finding Ezra, that episode didn't progress the story forward. 
outside of them just finding Ezra. Right. Which could have been done in two minutes. Yeah. So I, I thought it was interesting, and this is Matt, this is something that you've said in the, the past <clears throat> where <clears throat> you have like that travel scene with Ahsoka, um, and kind of the well, let me tell you a story of galaxy far, far away. Like I feel like that was one of those moments that you always talk about. Put that in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then just give us like a fully dedicated episode to either Thrawn or have Ezra come up like right at the end. Um, I think it would have it would have been even cool if they like they had the last episode where it's like right, and then the sixth episode she doesn't even have to be directly involved on the planet. I think her watching the three different Anakin recordings in different scenes preparing for that fight would have been more beneficial than her not being in it and showing only one in this last episode. Yeah. Um, so they just missed out an opportunity there to showcase like a different side of Ahsoka where she isn't like, she has to just be patient and train <clears throat> and mm-hmm. the recordings that Anakin has in the next episode, spoiler alert, where like during the clone wars. And she said, there's, he made three more of these. Those three should have been shown in the previous episode. This that whole episode should have been like them panning back and forth to Ahsoka, like having a deeper connection with that Anakin figure and like peeling back the layers of Ahsoka's character now as it is because of those recordings. Right. And they just missed out on that opportunity because they just wanted to focus on Sabine fighting some random thugs mm-hmm. <laughs> and a dog walking with her. Like there's just stuff that could have been cut out that like could have made more room for Ahsoka's growth without Ahsoka even being on the planet still. Yeah, and I think that's where this this show is is really gonna split kind of the the audience is because you have people who are wanting and almost I'd even say like craving more genuine Ahsoka and like growth with her. Yeah. But it seems like it's leaning more towards like the rebel fan base where it's like, let me show you Hera. Like the Hera stuff, I don't care. Like you could have that as like previously in Ahsoka and tell me that stuff or like a little side note of that. Like I don't really care about that. Um, <clears throat> so it's interesting. I think, that and, and, and to that point, I think up until this episode six, episode six was the only episode where they didn't give us some extra piece of Ahsoka. If we're being honest, and because even up until seven has some kind of context because the Anakin trainings thing, like it just mm-hmm. everything's been like peeled back up until six, and six just hit like a not like a gradual stop. It was a screeching halt to all the development we just had mm-hmm. with Ahsoka, <clears throat> and then you want us to jump right back into the next episode while getting us invested in like Balin and I wouldn't say Ezra, but Sabine per se, like. That episode got us more invested in them two, their, their two stories. So right now, like, th- although like Thrawn and Ahsoka should be the focal point, <laughs> I'm only worried about what's going to happen with Balin now. Right. And like, that's a good thing. But <clears throat> I, should really also, good thing. I should also care about how Ahsoka is going to figure this out with Thrawn and what Thrawn actually is planning because there's a bunch of totes in the ship that are really important that I just don't care about. All I want to know. So what happens to Balin? What happens mm-hmm. to Shin? And what becomes of Sabine now? Like mm-hmm. that's because of Episode yeah. Six. Like, yeah, like if I, if I if I could make this episode better, 
I would have shown Sabine riding off on the wolf and then skip out the entire like um nomad fight scene. Like which, yeah, it was, which, it was it was it was a good fight scene, like but cool. the purpose for it yeah. was to bring them in the fight of like the the of the little creatures or whatever. They didn't even do anything. So like yeah. it's like they added thing. value to the fight. No. Like they're 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 what you get in most Avengers movies where it's just a, a large group of things that can die. And as soon as they yeah. slow down, they make the, boom. The, the troopers were already there. Like mm-hmm. Sheena had already called in troopers to come. It could have just been, hey, let's just wait and kind of follow. Like there's no reason for the nomads to be there. You just wasted screen time. Like, about five minutes of screen time that was very valuable in this show when it's only 40 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, Thrawn doesn't even doesn't even scare me. Like, like it like Thrawn's presence in Rebels was more terrifying than it is on the screen. I feel like Thrawn on on the, on the live action is like very underwhelming to me. I love the voice because he's the best voice actor for Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think his presence on screen doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I also, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I just don't. I just don't think they're they're putting their the right eggs in the right basket. Like they started a great story with. Um, with Sabine, and then I feel like that story just kind of was like, what? Like, I don't understand what, where this is going. Um, like Matthew said, the show's called Ahsoka, and I feel like I've learned three things about Ahsoka. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. She's really only had like one growth spurt, and that was five. when she was in in the yeah episode five in the world of between worlds. Yeah. And, so, and I feel like now that that's kind of wasted. Like, what what was the point? You know what I mean? Like, like. I don't know. I just, I, I just so, have, I have so many mixed emotions on everything, and I don't want to be invested in certain characters right now. I just want to see what happens to Balin, to be honest. On the on the Thrawn front, um, I think this is intentional. I think I, I mean I don't know, like for certain. I, I haven't read any spoilers or anything like that. Uh, I do think they do a Thanos approach to Thrawn this season, and Thrawn wins. Didn't see that. So, which is going to lead us to have more Thrawn in a bigger, better. More yeah. like menacing role in so the, the next season. I think the other thing to remember about Thrawn is he's he's not. I never got like the sense right of now too. yeah. I I never got the sense of like oh he's he's menacing when he's around. I got like Mastermind. he's calculated. Yeah, like, yeah. He when he makes a decision, he's looked at multiple different outcomes, and he oh, knows yeah, that yeah. it's gonna play into him. Mastermind. I think I think, I think I think the menacing part though, like to Stephen's point, was. And this is like a point to both. Um, I do think in the grand scheme of things, he was also like he was the mastermind more than anything. But the menacing part for Thrawn in Rebels is because how young they were. He was willing to kill kids at a at a whim without any kind of hesitation. Mm-hmm. And so in Ezra's eyes, he was for every season except for the last, he was a menacing, terrifying character to Ezra because he was just an adult looking down on a kid ready to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is not opportune because they're all grown now and they're all pretty powerful in their own aspect uh but i do think they're honing in pretty good on the on the mastermind portion of it still like thrawn still seems to be a step or two ahead yeah and i think i think it's also important to to remember too that again he's really smart and he knows that he doesn't have the unlimited resources that he used to have so when he's playing his cards he has to play it differently that's true because he's got finite resources finite troops to deal with so he's not like, well, I'm just going to go throw everything that I have at it. It's It was interesting to me that he was very like specific on we're only going to use a certain amount because we can't waste uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. versus like 
in Rebels, it was, I'm getting everything. I'm throwing everything that I can at this. Like, But again, he had those resources, and he doesn't have them now. It's true. true. It's, they're definitely true. Do you think the Night Sisters have anything to do with the the troops, the troopers? Do you think that, like, I know we're going to conspiracy, but some people were making a good point about, do you think those troopers are even there? You know what I mean? Like, besides maybe a couple of them, do you think those guys are even alive? Or do you think um, think of them as just, like, bodies in a suit, you know what I mean? Or experience yeah. in a suit? To me, so, to me yeah. what, what, I don't know her name. <clears throat> What's the witch's name? Like me, Morgan. Uh, Morgan. The reason, Morgan. Why, the reason why they showed the way that she was controlling the the brother is what's going to end up being the case for here. Um, that's kind of what I think. So. That's the only reason. There's no reason to show that besides like some kind of other outing so, for it. But I think I think the Night Sisters are there for that. But I also think that whatever Balian's looking for, they have a direct relation to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if rumors are true and Maul does come back and. Obi Wan or whatever, I could see some kind of resurrection with the Night Sisters in this. Uh, I hope not. show with Balin being involved as well. But so I don't think that they are like zombified. Um, and and here's the only reason why is if you think back to Clone Wars, I think that that specific power has something more to do with Dathomir than, like, the actual magic. And fast-forwarding, again, spoilers to Episode 7, when when the, uh, they call them knights, uh, night troopers, um, when they died, there wasn't, like, any release of that gas that we had with... Um, True. When who died? The, the Inquisitor. That we did when, when the when troopers the, got shot the, or killed. Yeah, so, like, any time that they died, there wasn't, like, that release of, like, the, the the magic or whatever that we saw with the lightsaber and um I always forget this guy's name Merrick Merrick Mark yeah Merrick whatever his name is um so I think that that might not necessarily be a power that's specific to these witches but more of that's a power that the planet Dathomir and their magic together brought brought along. Or there's three of them compared to one, mm-hmm. and I think that's that actually, might be that might actually be, considered mothers. Yeah, but that might be why they want to leave is because they realize that their magic is only as good as what this planet can do versus how much more strong or how much strength they would have if they got to Dathomir, where we we've seen canonically that people can be brought back, people can be enhanced, people. I mean, zombies can run yeah. rampant, like. That's all happened within Dathomir. But every this would be the this would be the only case, and it could be true. I don't know. This would be the only case in the history of Star Wars where the ancient temple or ancient grounds are not more sacred and more powerful than the current. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So like that's a little bit reverse of what Star Wars has been so far. Yeah, uh, unless uh, again, we don't really know these characters. This could be like. A punishment of doing like some kind of magic to where they got punished to this area or they went looking for a superior force or but the, area, the area but, is the ancient grounds of the sisters like they came yeah. from there maybe maybe they've used all that magic and they can't use it anymore magic i don't know just, like, it could be They're, magic they, with a k yeah magic mike maybe but yeah yeah 
I, I think that's how they spell it. I think they do put a no, K. No, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's with a K. <clears throat> it's kind of weird. I don't know why they have it with a K, but it's magic. Yeah. Magique. So uh, I'm I'm excited to see what these sisters or the, the mothers do. Again, I think I lean towards Matt's opinion where Thrawn's going to win. He's going to head back to the galaxy. That's going to lead a whole bunch of other problems. Um, hopefully we get some like real night sister magic going on um yeah so i i gotta poke fun at this because when we were watching this episode uh it seems like there's been like six that, still? yeah still six where it's like hey i've seen this before where have i seen this from treasure planet so treasure planet with the ball right but then the 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 mother's this is totally like the Disney Hercules with like the sightseeing, oh, the one, yeah. <laughs> like the the witches that have the one eye that can see. Uh, yeah, so. from like Greek or Roman or whatever it is. Yeah, so theology. We're we're kind of laughing at that because we both like caught on to that. But anyways, let's let's move on to uh, episode seven, and, and let me say this and tell me if you guys disagree or not. I don't think Ahsoka is a bad show. Not at all. I think we have very high hopes of this show. And even though we were kind of let down in episode six, it was still like a solid episode. Like the oh, yeah, it was good. That's, Star Wars that's, that's what I said. I wasn't I wasn't necessarily mad or I didn't say I, I never said it's a bad episode. Mm -hmm. So my only gripe is that Ahsoka wasn't the focal point. But right. listen, as an Ahsoka fan and man who had high expectations for the show, I'm loving it to death. Yeah. Love it. I think I started I started loving loving the show in the beginning and now I'm kind of I like the show a lot but I don't I'm not like if it the day it comes out I don't have to watch it the first night like I'm okay what like I'm cool with hearing some spoilers on it to be honest with you uh yeah I don't know if I feel that way but I, I think there's a couple things that we need to remember that still Dave Filoni is new to the live action okay. and I yeah. feel like I feel like this is not more than what he can handle, but he's putting a lot into a show. And I think he's got some things to learn from that with the amount of star power and sheer characters that might work for like a cartoon series, but to flesh it out in live action, it's a little bit harder. And that's the only like critique. Again, he's done a really great job with it, but I just feel like there's so many characters being thrown at that. It's like, okay, how do we, how do we determine who's really the star versus who's the star of this episode um for me like i felt episode six i felt like thrawn was the star like his comeback like showing him it was awesome but and again that was your, is, that show, your only, is that your only episode you have that take on so here's my thing we're at six episodes deep and if that's the only episode that has that kind of issue and we can't consider it being that kind of show by its identity no i i felt like this isn't the first time i felt it uh, again I, I said from like the hera the Hera mark. Like, I, I don't really care about her storyline. Yes, there's potential with her son, Jason. But does Hera's uh, storyline make you lose focus on Ahsoka? I feel like they've, by putting extra things on Hera and Jason, they could have been focusing more on Ahsoka, which I would have loved. I definitely agree with that. I feel like you could have pumped more information in to Ahsoka by eliminating the... I know you wanted to be relevant and add C-3PO to the episode and add Princess Leia. Like, I well, get that. And I'm, that's, 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 episode, that's episode seven, right? 
yeah. At the very beginning, like maybe like ten minutes. The scene actually is only like three or four. Mm-hmm. That's pretty long yeah. though. Again, like in in the grand scheme of things, of like a forty minute throw. But again, like what I'm saying is like those small instances does like if Hera as a whole up until seven, because even six she wasn't a distraction at all because she wasn't involved. Uh, wasn't a takeaway from Ahsoka. Like I, I feel like, like she even like a- Ezra and Thrawn. Like I can say. Uh, it wasn't until episode six. So, uh, so fo- to me, the focus has been around Soka the entire time until six. And then obviously Sabim has her side stuff because supporting characters always have side development. And that's that's been about it. I mean, like Hera's stuff, she's helping out here and there. And there yeah. were things that were needed for like plot line progression. Uh, I will say the like the like hearing to me was pointless as well. But that's that's a part of the same already small portions. I'm complaining about episode six and the first like five minutes of episode seven, but that's only 50 minutes out of a, how many minutes? Six, six episodes, 40 minutes out of a hundred, out of 240. Like, I just think we have, and that, that's just like us three, everyone in the world has a recency bias. So because six and seven, like weren't blowing us away, like, you know, probably like two and three or five and four, um, we're thinking it's not a, a complete show. You, you know what I mean? Like, we're giving it an identity based upon what we saw in six and seven versus what we saw five no, no, no. or those. Yeah, that's not what I'm trying to say. I, again, I, I feel like the show is really good. I, I feel like, again, even with Hera, Jason, even if, like, even Shen and um, Balin, like, those are characters that I want more of, but because there's other stuff going on, it's hard to, like, get that resolve and that's what i'm trying to say i I think dave filoni has just a little bit of learning that he doesn't necessarily need to give us all of these characters in one storyline and arc yeah they might be like present but it doesn't need to be like here's a solid 15 minutes just to Hera, or here's the rogue squadron so people my my the luster of balin and shin is because of their mystery yes we all agree on that pretty much totally so if the payoff is supposed to be to the last episode, I would rather have a two-minute glimpse of Balin and Shin like slowly inching closer to that payoff at the end than like than not. So like to your point of like I just want to know what's going on with Balin and Shin, I think we all do, mm-hmm. but it's an eight-episode series, and the part po- the point of them is to be mysterious. That's their luster. That's that's pretty much yeah. the only Balin even is like interesting because everyone wants to know what's going on with him right so like the, and again, the he's he's not necessarily like, the the problem he's part of what makes the show like fantastic but it's the other characters like you have like the rogue squadron space cops i i don't really yes i know they're present in the galaxy but i don't need to see them go on a mission or be in that mission uh, a, a lot of it comes back to like the, the hair stuff like yes she was a, a rebels character but I feel like she has – there has been too many characters like her that have been added that are taking away from some of the, the stars that are really shining, like Balin, like Ahsoka. Well, so you you have again said Balin again. What has Hera taken away from Balin? Because screen time is not going to be an issue for Balin because we don't care about that. Right now we care about the mystery of Balin, and we need to get to episode eight to get to that mystery. So if is, there's only two options here. One – Characters are cut out, and we just learn some random piece of mystery that we already know Balin has, which to me is a waste of time. 
uh, or two, we get a eight episode payoff a little bit early, maybe episode six, because the story progresses. So like to me, like you the Hera hasn't taken away from anybody because she's been necessary, except for like except for this episode seven, which I agree with you there big time. Mm-hmm. Like even the bailout of how else would Ahsoka get out of the water in the situation of that? Like someone had to be there to rescue her. Everyone else left, so Hera mm-hmm. needed to be there. Uh, she needed Hera's resources in the sure, first but, place to but, even investigate the shipyards. Yeah, like, but Hera's think been about, necessary. Think about how much time was taken out of that episode showing them looking for her. Like, and and again, fantastic episode, great, great like, world world building, great chemistry between um, Anakin and Ahsoka. But it was like as I was watching it, I was like. Fast forward through this, like get me to the, like that's the yeah. hard thing. I, I agree. I think I said the same thing, Andrew. But, I, but then I, we get to the point where, like, where there's a balance of complaining about 30 million episodes, which we all here complained about because there isn't enough stuff in it. And the flip side of it is, if we cut that out, we have 30 million episodes. So, like, there has to be like a, a 30 minute episode. If we're being honest with with like the three of us, isn't worth our time half the time. If it's not 45 minutes yeah. to an hour, we don't want to watch it. Right. I can, I, like that's for any show. Yeah, I, show. I'm not arguing that we need to shorten it. I just think like there's there are characters that Dave Filoni could have still yeah. gotten the point across without as much time to explain. I think he's. It. I think he's still stuck in the as of not. I'm not saying he's stuck, but I think he's progressively getting out of of the cartoon animated TV show. You got damn near. 14, 15 episodes to tell partial story. Like 20, um, 23, 30 something. Yes. So I think he's still kind of stuck in that. And sometimes things that uh, it, it, it falls back on like the anime kind of world too. When people go, why isn't there a Dragon Ball Z movie? It's just there's certain things that don't adapt to live action well. Some Just some things that don't. And maybe I think, and because he is such a Star Wars fan and he loves the lore, I think he's just, put a little too much information in this eight episode series. And instead of giving us uh, a, a deeper look into certain characters or ca- more character development, I think he put too many characters in, in crucial moments. I think if uh, the rogue team was there in the first, first couple episodes and then just kind of left them, I think it would have been more beneficial. I also think Hera's we've seen Hera argue with the council twice now. Like why, why do we have to see it twice? The C three PO thing was wasted. So, time. I, I agree with you. The first yeah. one necessary. Second one was not. So, so I, I, I agree with you. Listen, listen, they they could. They they easily the Hera situation. Matt is right about. They needed Hera to save Ahsoka. I totally, totally. understand that. Uh, but they could have. They could have cut that where she went to Hera went to save Ahsoka, and right before she left, her son goes, uh, just because you know he's so, force sensitive, um, just like be at peace when looking for her or some one liner. And that could have wiped out all of that information of going back and forth, back yeah, and there, forth. There just didn't need to be half of an episode dedicated to finding, to finding her. And I think that comes so back reason, to your point, Matt, that like you want more Ahsoka. And I also too, I just episode, like, we got plenty of Ahsoka in that episode. We, we want some world building, but at the same time, I don't want, I don't want to find out her son's force sensitive for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> is it, like I get that he's force sensitive, and I think it's cool. But in this show, I don't think it's doing anything to push the story for, forward. Like just how he, she's, uh, Hera's arguing with that one dude in the council who's just like an asshole or whatever. 
about everything. Like <laughs> we don't know if that guy has ties or not to the, the empire or whatever, but it's already episode eight. Why show us that now? Like yeah. all that is irrelevant in, yeah, in, and, in the story. And again, I think I, I have again, full faith in Dave Filoni's storytelling ability. I just think is like, as somebody who's still getting his feet wet in the live yeah. action world, he's got some things to learn from. And again, yeah, he's doing I'm, a great job. Great he's job. Doing a fantastic job. My hat's off to him. The fact that he's gotten this many characters and it hasn't been all over the place is commendable. Yeah. But I think it's okay. Like, okay, it doesn't have to all be the Rebels crew, or, or if it is, give us a, a Rebels live action if that's that's how you want to. I do think it. they're just like, trying to wrap up Rebels so people stop asking for another episode, another season. I, I really do hope they wrap this up and then we can move on from. Because if if Ezra's not a big deal, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Ezra's Ezra. He won't be a big deal in this show. We already, that's, yeah. He and it's, he shouldn't. It's not, be. His, it's not his place to be a big deal. To, to the point of what you guys want, he should not be anything other than a supporting character. Yeah. Period. Uh, but to the other point of like, what we're saying, I, the Harris stuff that you guys are complaining about, like the the trial thing, I'm 100 on board with. Like, it was the dumbest thing in the world, in my opinion. Uh. The stuff that happened in episode five, everything was to progress the story a little forward and to give us like a break in between the emotional turmoil of what Ahsoka and Anakin were going through, <laughs> which is necessary to rebuild that emotions back up and have more attachment to the people that are in it. That's like a necessary like focal point of storytelling. But I think if episode <laughs> six doesn't happen and the first 10 minutes of episode seven doesn't happen, we don't complain about this specific. No, we don't. And the reason why I know that is because we didn't complain about it in episode five. <laughs> we're three weeks past that now, and it's mm-hmm. barely coming up. For all three of us, so I think if six was wasn't as non Ahsoka focused as it was, this conversation is very different. Unfortunately, that episode is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there is. I would love Ezra to be more, but I know he, he can't be just sake of the story. And as an Ahsoka fan, first because that's what I am, um, I want her to wrap. Like I want her to have something. She's the star. She needs to have some kind like she's in the and everything has been building up to a mental breakdown for her. She needs to have the mental breakdown when Thrawn wins, and it needs to be some kind of lost control temperament or something like that to like progress her story forward as a character and as like just a force user in Jedi. I think we'll get it, but it's gonna have to come a sacrifice of Ezra specifically. Um Balin, I think you can have a two-minute scene of what he found. And then just leave it a cliffhanger, and you're fine. Your payoff is good right there. To be honest with you, it, that's that's what it is. That's what it's gonna be. The hard uh, part is the hard part is since we don't have Ray anymore. Like, I feel like they have to. They ha- they have to like he's not making it. You don't have Ray anymore. Yeah, the the the, the actor who plays Balin since he passed away. Oh oh, I was like that. You meant that you meant Ray Skywalker. No no no, sorry. The actor Ray Skywalker. I mean, maybe, maybe, but they CGI'd (laughs) Carrie Fisher for two movies straight. Mm -hmm. It didn't look too bad, (laughs) except for the flying through the space thing. That was a little. The Mary Poppins was awesome. Mary Poppins is crazy. Let's 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 we were we've. I'm surprised how long we've talked about episode six. Uh, Let's jump to episode seven. Uh, we'll we'll keep it brief. Let's try to let's try yeah. to keep it at like ten minutes so that we can move on to some of the other stuff we've got planned. Um, we'll we'll have Matt start since we had Steven. <clears throat> All right, ready for my hot take? 
Mm-hmm. No hot take. I loved it. Episode seven was really good. Um, I'm really happy with everything that happened. The the Bayley and Ahsoka showdown was good. Um, mm-hmm. It gave Ahsoka the win without having to like make Bayley look weak. Just caught him off guard kind of a thing. He lost his focus. You can see it in his eyes. He's like, dang, <laughs> I lost my focus kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that was really good. I'm glad they gave Ahsoka both lightsabers back because she absolutely stood her ground mm-hmm. and won with the two lightsabers. Um, but Bayley did showcase that even with two lightsabers, I'm still a formidable foe against you. Mm-hmm. I know Ahsoka's still her, doing her thing either way because when she gets to the the actual camp, Tron's like, hey, let's not even engage with her. Let's just bounce. We already won kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that. Uh, I really, really, really – and this might be like a controversial thing. This is why Ezra probably might be like, is that really Ezra? I love that he didn't take the lightsaber. And I love that he did force fighting. That was the coolest thing in the world to me. And Ezra Bridger being secluded for as long as he was and being so in tune with the force as he was before he even left, that's exactly how I envisioned Ezra, Ezra like reacting. Hey, I'm 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 almost too good for that now. You need it more than I do. Let me just use what I'm what I have, which is the force. And so let, let me, guide me let me interject real quick because this might be something you guys missed. But if you think about like the colors of lightsabers, you have like the blue lightsabers, which is usually more oriented for the the Jedi's that are into like the fighting. Ezra started with a blue lightsaber, and it gets lost. He transitioned to green, which is notoriously known as like peace. The Jedi's that are more focused in force training and learning to use force power over violence, to now being like, no, I don't need, I don't need the lightsaber. I and fully, his own. Yeah. And so, so I good. thought that was like a really cool take. Like, dang, like that's that's good continuity to where you yeah. have, and again, if Dave Filoni planned it or not, I don't know. Um, but I, I I'd imagine he did because these yeah. are his babies. But that's just it's cool to see it go from somebody who was a fighter, an angry fighter, almost falls to the dark side, to going to the the green spectrum where he's now more of like a Qui-Gon-esque figure and seeing the force and the ways of the Jedi in that realm. Yeah. Uh, coolest part about it to me was the foreshadow that I didn't know was coming where Balin tells Shin who Ezra is and oh, he's a rogue Jedi that got trained in the wild. She goes, mm-hmm. like me. He goes, no, not like you. Then mm-hmm. they fight. This is like, I'm way better than you. Mm-hmm. You have a lightsaber. I have a force and I'm pushing your lightsaber back. The, the ripples on the saber when he pushed it back was the coolest thing to me mm-hmm. again very very ezra bridger-esque <laughs> he was talking that shit while he was fighting which i loved um sabine did her thing she's obviously very trained with what she's trained with and she did great um that whole that that whole episode to me was was good even down to thrones like being the mastermind at the end saying hey they may have won but like we're about they to lost. bounce and they lost yeah. all their time uh my one complaint that I think is like a very big thing is them three, Sabim, Ezra, and Ahsoka, never stop to celebrate <laughs> until they win. Mm-hmm. In this one, they won a small battle that they know isn't the biggest battle of the of the thing. Like Sabim and Ahsoka know that he wants to get back to their galaxy, and they're sitting there celebrating like it's the freaking fourth quarter Super Bowl. is through a game winning touchdown pass. Yeah. Like you guys have places to be. Like you, you guys have defeated nobody. Shin's gone, Balin's gone, and Thrawn is out there somewhere. Like you three, congratulations! You're at like, the starting line. You three all know there's more work. To, well, actually, Ezra might not know. 
you, at least Sabim and, and Ahsoka both know there's work to be done. Why are we sitting here celebrating? Like to me, episode the way it ended, like we're like it like panned up and like they're celebrating or whatever. I'm like, this is giving off like Return of the Jedi vibes at the end, and you guys haven't mm-hmm. won. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. I think it's out of character for Ahsoka and Sabine to do that. And Ezra, but Ezra might not know about what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he doesn't since Sabine refuses to tell him anything, and he kind of like keeps kind of prying, like, where, where's Ahsoka? Like, are we going home? When are we going home? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think he really knows what's actually going on in the grand scheme of things. So no, him yeah. celebrating no to see idea. his friends is cool. But Sabine and, and Ahsoka, they know there's a much bigger threat than these troopers who didn't even fight back. Ahsoka's training, she knows that since they didn't fight back, there should be a bigger plan going on. Mm-hmm. And this is literally counterproductive to what Anakin has taught her. Like, you know there's a war to fight, and you're stopping knowing that the enemy retreated optionally. Like, that it's was the only part. Like, it was perfect. And then the last minute that happened, I was like, this is why why there's another episode still what's happening with them so that's yeah. my only complaint other than that i think it was a damn near perfect episode i have no complaints about it mm-hmm. it was great yeah it was a good episode anything to add um i really enjoyed the episode i liked everything about it uh i felt like once again i felt like no one was in real danger in the episode i feel like the bad guys just don't feel bad guy enough to me i feel like it's like uh, a random episode of Batman where you know the random henchman isn't going to beat Batman. You know what I mean? Um, that's kind of how kind of how I feel in this last episode. Um, Balin and Ahsoka to me it, sh- it looks like Balin's like I'm this close to getting what I want. I don't give a shit about fighting you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's what I think is is um, it's pulling at me because I want I still want Balin to be the badass but at the same time i still i, I want to see what he wants but i have a, i have my hunch that i feel like he turns and helps at the end and i think they like leave him on the planet or something but um but i think he's the one i think he saves somebody you know what i mean i think i think the jedi part of him comes out and he just wants to be left alone yeah. because the the fact that he always refers to the Jedi almost every time he's on screen, it's like, dude, for a person who doesn't agree with them anymore, and I totally agree with everything he says about the Jedi, you do refer he references them a lot. And I mean I feel mostly like, all he's ever known. Yeah. So I think I think when it matters, I think he does end up doing the right thing. Um yeah, I I, I don't know. I and I've I, I don't know, and I'm scared at the same time because there's not a much, there's not a lot of time between Ahsoka and uh, the Force Awakens, and I want to know what happens to these people in the next 15, 20 years. I want to know, like, does Ahsoka die next season, or what? How Ahsoka dies? You know what I mean? Like, I feel that um, I feel like they're gonna they kind of put themselves in a pickle where they have to like all a lot of information in a short period of time. And I feel like it's, we're going to miss, or we're not going to get connected to certain characters. Yeah. I don't know. I, That's kind of where I'm at with I, it. So I'm glad you went that direction because one of the things that irked me about this episode was when Sabine and Ezra are talking and Sabine's kind of filling in like, yeah, the empire fell. 
And then she has to go and say the dumbest thing I've ever heard come out of somebody's mouth. Yeah, some people still think that the Emperor Palpatine's alive. There is no, no. reason yeah. to bring that crap up. That's how she said it, but fair enough. That's basically what she said. Some people believe he's not dead. Look it up. It's 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 like I hate that they like, and I get that it's she, all one company. Ezra says the Emperor is dead, and she goes supposedly. That's yeah. that was the line. It's <laughs> almost on the same level as I get it, but like that it was very how. different. But Palpatine Some, returned. Somehow like, Palpatine returned. Those two lines right there explain <clears throat> how Palpatine returned. You know what I mean? Like that's so, the whole basis. Like so far on what I what I would love to, to be the answer to Steven's um fear is that Dave double downs and is like, no, like we're the, the way that this next episode ends, Thrawn wins, but he's not left. And everybody's stranded. And now everybody is stuck here in this universe. And they don't have to tie it in to so the let's, rest let's, of it. <clears throat> let's get back to our bag, all right? <clears throat> the thing that all three of us think was going to happen since episode one, there's going to be a diverging branch somewhere, right? That's what we all thought was yeah. going to happen. There okay. was going to be – there was gonna, no, just a diverging branch in Star Wars. There's going to be this, like, world or time with Ahsoka and, and all that stuff. That is gonna be this other one that happened with the 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 three movies that we don't that you guys don't like that we don't like collectively compared to the other three, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that bridge, we, we we thought that bridge is gonna happen. Yes, all three, all, uh, all three. Kind of. of. I, I just thought they were gonna start a new universe, but yeah, it pretty much. Yeah. So it branches off. There'll be another universe. Oh, oh, you mean like just kind of re- like ignore them? What you kind of mean? Like they stay over here in this part of the galaxy, and the other things on the. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, okay. In my head, oh, I thought there's some diverging. They're just yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some road that leads to separate things. Where like this empire is over here, this one's over yeah. here. Okay, that's what I kind of believed. Yeah. Let's stick in with that bag. Balin is searching for something. Okay, it's very plausible that he's searching for the world between worlds. Very plausible, and that whatever he ends up doing, because he's already said, "I don't want the Jedi Order back." He said that. I don't. Uh, and I don't want the Empire. It's very plausible that Balin's the one who starts the rise of the first order for that continuity of that story through the world between worlds. Like if that's what he's searching for, the greater power, it's like, can we start this thing all over again? And he does it differently, which, you know, the first order is very similar to the empire, if not the same exact thing, but there is differences in, in like hierarchy and stuff like that and and power. Uh, So it's very plausible that at the end of episode eight, Balin finds world between worlds and goes, Hey, Time to start a whole new galaxy the way that I think should be started. Here's the first order. Here's the the walkway into that. That makes a lot more sense than making the Ahsoka branch the diverging branch at this point in time. I don't know. I I don't know how they're going to do it, but all I know is I feel like it's going to be very, very messy. I feel like it's going to be um, – I I, I think it's going to be a little sloppy in the the storytelling, but whatever they do, they got about – 20 something years to figure it out you know what i mean um, yeah I, i'm not so much worried about the time i just i give us it doesn't need to connect back to what we already know because then we fall into the same loop that we've fallen into with almost every show that it's okay we know the outcome we know yeah. that it's gonna go up until here and here's what's gonna happen and it just sucks when that happens but that but 
we're getting to a point now where we don't know the logistics with certain characters. Okay, so for Ahsoka, for example, the reason why this show works and why it makes sense is because we don't know what happened to Ahsoka after Clone after Rebels. Mm-hmm. There's no end point outside of us knowing she died uh, because she was in like Ray's thoughts or whatever. That's all we know. So there isn't an endpoint for Ahsoka except for death, which everyone dies at some point in time anyway. So yeah. like, Balin's, no, but... the same, Balin's the same way if he goes that road. We do know the First Order is the eventual cause of things, but how the First Order came to be, one, is actually very interesting because like they just defeated an entire empire. How they allowed the same kind of empire to rise again is a very interesting question to ask. So, like, the, 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 the continuity of that is what's different. Like, when I say I want a different story, I mean, I don't want characters that we know how their story ends. So, but like, we, still, but we, we know, know how the First dies, Order ends. But we don't know how Balin ends. The focal point isn't about, like, the First Order crumbling. The focal point is about how ba- – it's the same thing where when we watch Anakin's rise to power through the, through the prequels, we loved it because it was filling in gaps that we had questions about, even though we knew it was going to end with how it ended fire no because uh, again episode nine has palpatine saying it was me from the beginning i did it all i through snoke brought the reign of the first order it doesn't it doesn't work it's not it's not balin doing it It, it, it's not balin though it's snoke which we now know is palpatine somehow and he returned yeah how do you return Somehow, right? Somehow, it's almost as if Ben can fill that question for you. <clears throat> no, but I, I, we we know even with the canon books that that the that Disney saying uh, are are canon about the Emperor being Emperor. Uh, his cult is the one that saved him in in trying to clone uh, Palpatine's puppets and the Cloners. the book the, the comic books that say uh, Ray's dad was technically a clone. Uh, for Palpatine, and you, you can go down that route. The comic books that are on canon now threw all that into like a big blob of a mess for Star Wars. So that's why I think Balin's so interesting. It's, to Matt's point, we don't know his end story, yeah. and I think that's what's make, making me be bold enough to not connect it back to something yeah, that we know. That's why that, I think that's, it's, I that's why it's entertaining to me. The fact that I don't know, and I swear and if they do, I will. I will hate Balin as a character. You're only saying that because of who, uh, oh, who we to connect to. If Luke it wasn't Skywalker. that Win trilogy, look it out. If it wasn't <laughs> that trilogy, you wouldn't care. I know that because we're watching Rebels season eight in front of us, and you love it. So stop acting like you care about continuity. No, you know, I just the only want... one you don't want. The only one you don't want the story to progress that you didn't like, which was no. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it to be like. Oh well, we didn't know what we were doing with those three movies. Now we have to create ten different shows to make those three movies make sense, so that everyone can exactly. start yeah, liking exactly. Movie. That's like, what I don't want them to do, and I feel like there's not enough time for them to have enough history where like, they. How much of a letdown would it be if in the next episode we have we have Balin go up to some random mural, and all of a sudden it's Emperor Palpatine in his zombified state, and he's like. Let me take you to Exegol. You're telling me you would like that. I would be like, that is a waste of a character. The only thing worse it could be. What would you have? So what would you have Balin do? What big powerful thing in the galaxy that no one can see apparently but Balin? uh, That's that's seeking out. 
that's the thing is I don't know. We know canonically, canonically that there was a force outside of the galaxy that not even Palpatine could figure out what it was and that drove him insane to where he was looking for it. That's what I hope Balin is finding. Yeah. Because that's hey, this is something that Palpatine talked about but could never do. Probably and that's even more interesting than just going to up oh, looks like we get Emperor Palpatine somehow. Somehow again. to return. Marble Worlds. Dude, if they if they if they bring Palpatine into this, I'd be pissed. No, Palpatine, never found, bring... Palpatine never found it. That could be the thing that's going crazy, literally. It's a very easy that, answer. Nah, I, I think yeah. I I think that if they don't announce another I'm pretty sure they're going Ahsoka's gonna get another season. Yeah, they have but to. Yeah, they have 100%. to. Um, there's gonna be I just movies. Feel, no. I just don't know what they see. And that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in Ezra's story because if he's not if he's not someone really important, it's to me it's like it, it, Ezra's not old enough to to die before Force Awakens. He's only maybe 20 years old. You could be 50 yeah. maybe when Force Awakens. I don't think Ezra's dead. Yeah, no, it's like I think I think again. I'm gonna sound hypocritical here again. I don't necessarily like the story, but the hair stuff. I think that's setting up an opportunity for yeah. Ezra to train Jason. Oh, I could see that. That's cool. I'll be interested to that. And then it's but almost I, full circle. Your dad was my teacher. Now I'm your teacher. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. Such, a, it's such a good story point. I don't know why you're saying like it's a that big deal. No, no, no. It's I, really I was, cool. No, I was saying that's it because I had just spent like 30 yeah. minutes complaining about Hera and like the, yeah. the Hera stare. Uh, but yeah, the taking screen time. And see, I get that, but like. They could have brought in him being force sensitive in the first two or three episodes, and we could have been cool and then developed. Let's do this. Um, I do agree, and then I do disagree. You know, the cheesy, like, hey, got to plant the seed for the future kind mm -hmm. of thing with him. I get it. But uh, if they do bring Palpatine into this last episode, some way, somehow, I'm, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I'm, I'm out, out, dude. I'm and out. then if 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 Ahsoka or Thrawn die in this, I'm going to be nah, really pissed. That won't, that won't happen. All right, let's change topics. I forget that I'm in control of the ship, and that's probably why we, we spent a long whole time hour. Uh, so we're going to try something a little bit new tonight. We have a – it's not really a game. It's more of like a segment. Um, and this is around some upcoming video games that are coming up. Uh, it's called Blast or Bust because apparently I'm the only person that ever has a blast playing a game. You see, the problem with you also <laughs> is you just talk way too but Get to the point. All right, so I have five <laughs> upcoming games, and I would like to know, gentlemen, your take on if you think this is going to be either a blast. blast or a bust. A blast. So in no particular order, got a blast. We're going to start with Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, with a caveat, excluding multiplayer. So we're talking specifically story. Easy answer oh. for me. I think it's gonna be a banger. Yeah, just story a banger for sure. Just story, always just a story. Banger. If so, if you go just based on story, there hasn't been a bad Call of Duty. Not a single, there, even not warfare, a single, one. single one. The, I'm not a big fan of the story of Ghost, but it was still good. It was really good. Like I didn't like what they did to Ghost, but it was a great story. There hasn't been a, I, and I hate a lot of the Black Ops games. And their stories are really good. You know what I mean? Like, and Modern Warfare has the best ones historically. Yeah, technically, yeah. But yeah, they haven't missed. Even with the zombie storyline, it's really good. If you sit down and listen to it, real good story. That yeah, was an cool. easy answer for that one. Easy. Yeah, that was a softball. 
the multiplayer that's, outlet is no debate at that point. Again, that's yeah. what that's this is, it was just to get the ball rolling. So to answer your question, we're gonna have a blast playing it. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do you know what I mean? Gonna blast the blast. All right, let's talk about another one. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Blast or a bust? What, uh, what, uh, what time? Like, what era is this of Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I think they're going back to like Middle Eastern. Oh, so blast! One thousand percent. This game though needs to needs to do something different. It's going to be. I love the Assassin's Creed games. I'm not one of those guys who plays every single one of them. They're good, fun games. Um, I just think they're getting a little too repetitive. And I know you can't do, you can only do so much. But um, I think it's, I think it's gonna be good. I think it's yeah, gonna be so a solid. Nineteenth century Baghdad, so the 1800s in Baghdad. The hard part, I think, is one of the biggest appeals for Assassin's Creed games is the historical events that you can relate to when you're in like fourth grade and you heard about this and this and this and then you're playing a video game that that comes up mm -hmm. i don't know anything about 19th century baghdad do you know anything about 19th century baghdad matt that's where i think i don't I know, get connected probably, are pretty chaotic that's what i know yeah i would say it'd be mm -hmm. crazy dangerous but um so i need yeah. a final answer is it going to be a blast or a bust well a blast Blast. I think there's been, I think, although there's been a lot of Assassin's Creed games, I think over 85% of them have been good. Yeah. They've been a blast. Just say it. Just, just, been try, good. It. just try it. Just it's been try it. Like a little blast. Like a little, like a blast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Moving on. Another game that is um, pretty highly anticipated. You have Arc 2. Boo. Boo. I don't even remember Arc 1, so I'm going to say freaking bust. What? What are you making it to? I'm going to say bust. There's no point What's making that? it to. It's the same game. Just update the game. It's like don't Overwatch. Pull, don't pull Overwatch on us. All right. <laughs> I'm going to put that next to my notes. Next, Overwatch 2. <laughs> you mean that big-ass DLC? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is Star Wars Outlaw. That's the open world one. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. If they go world. with me, if they go with me and Matt's idea about looting and having custom armor that we had, the idea we came up with, I think it's gonna be a blast. If uh, Andrew I, says it's gonna be, a I bust. think it's gonna be a bust because I don't think they're gonna be good enough to do what you guys wanted to do. I can see it be a bust. I can definitely see it, but they've they've, the they've hit home runs. Like answered on. He hasn't so, answered on any other game, but that one because he just wanted to put his Star Wars two cents. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm not. Answering, I'm not answering. I'm just Open saying. the mouth. Look at him. I'm just likely joint. He started itching when he said Star Wars. Last. Uh, okay, the last one is Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. The first Boo. person open world experience. <laughs> Boo. Trash. <laughs> what are they thinking? Trash. Well, wait, they yeah. They need to stop. Isn't have you guys seen the game Anthem? As I came yeah. out like a long isn't yeah. this it's just Anthem, but like with Avatar skins put over it? Literally yeah. all it is, right? Like Dude, I thought Anthem I thought was Anthem so was... good. I thought it was so yeah. fun. And then when, when I did the ninth out. dog. I played it like a year ago, and it was so much fun. And then yeah. an hour into it, I was like, I'm doing the same damn mission um, over yeah. and over and over again. The but it was, I had a lot. Ooh, and the mechanics. So 
So good. The yep. Closest yep. Iron Man game you could possibly get. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, good game, but just didn't just didn't get the hook. So All right, sorry, birds ain't bust for sure. Bust. Yeah. So I was gonna be buying it. We have Ooh, two busts. We have who's developing it? It is Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Uh, Massive Entertainment is who's developing it. I thought it was Ubisoft. Ubisoft's a publisher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, 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 I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, who asked for this game? Nobody. Not a Nobody. <laughs> no, you guys are wrong. It was the Warner. No, it's not Warner. It's a uh, Disney, Disney execs saying, "Oh, look what we just did with the uh, Jedi Fallen Fallen Order." No. You know how much money we got? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So our two busts we have Avatar Frontiers and Arc Two, and then last we have Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Three, and Star Wars Outlaw. So it'll be it'll be interesting to like in the future look back at this list and see like based on reviews and like just overall perspective, if what we thought was actually true. And that's kind of the true. idea behind this. Yes. Sweet. So let's transition into, uh, I don't think, do we have an expert topic or are we going to? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep mine real sweet. And uh, you guys okay. keep uh, your thoughts on this and I want to get one from you guys before we jump into this game. So uh, my idea, uh, I had two of them. I was going to bring up the battle pass and how everything now has a subscription, but kind of base to play the game. And, uh, and that's a, another argument we could talk about for another mm -hmm. episode because we don't have enough time in the day. Uh, so this one's a little fun. This one's fun and uh, interesting. We've all wanted to stay at like a haunted house. or Maybe not all of us. Some of us for like an Airbnb would be cool to stay at like Bruce Wayne's mansion if somebody made it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like the Iron Man house. That would be I dope. I think they do have some stuff like that. That would be so sick. So I came across, me and my wife were sitting uh, yesterday. We were watching YouTube and just kind of looking around at some things and I found something that I found ridiculously entertaining. And I would see what were you, what were you, what would you guys want or where would you guys want to stay at if you guys could pick? So this is what we watched and I want you guys to think about it while we're watching this video. Okay. So this is an Airbnb <clears throat> to Shrek's house and oh, you can cool. actually rent this. It's in uh, uh, the Irish Heights. I don't know where it's at exactly, but they made it to exact replica of Shrek's house down to that's the actual bathroom where you have to go to use the restroom. Um, but dude, it is fire. And tell me, would you guys not stay there? Would you stay there? Um, I think it a lot depends on what else I can do around there. I don't know if I would go to Scotland just to go stay at an Airbnb. Yeah, but if you're if you're in Scotland or you know what I mean, I assume you're doing stuff there. Don't just like assume the worst, Andrew. Well, that, assume I, you're doing stuff there. Would you stay there? Should you be doing stuff in that area? Yeah, I would. So that's I mean, that is. So my guess, my Hell expert no, topic. Man. Get me out of here. <laughs> my expert topic is, uh, where in a fictional world would you love? To Airbnb at like where would it be like oh this is this was it like I, I, this is the one of one and where you got to stay where are you calling home for the weekend? Uh, yeah, I bet you it does feel like laying on bricks. Your back be killing you at the end of that. Where am I? Wow, that's a good mm. question. I think of a fantasy worlds. 
that, where would you go? Or if there is a, a place in the real world that's like so crazy. I mean, I don't know if it's like possible, but again, like the Harry Potter nerd in me, like if someone was able to do like even like a small version of like a Hogwarts, or even if they did just like here's a common room Airbnb theme, like that would be kind of fire. Cool. Yeah. And then like have it automated to where certain things like move by themselves, so it gives it like that magical feel. Lame. That would be sick. Lame. You're lame. I think, I, think be, still, I think there should be a giant snake and they're ready to eat you. <laughs> uh, oh no, the basilisk! The basilisk. Uh, I, I mean, that's like if they could like somehow like give you like an actual immersive like stuff looking magical yeah. or whatever, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, Galactic Star Cruiser was pretty good. Like that, that that would have been like a cool thing to do if it wasn't a million dollars. Now, that's so true. My actual answer, say what you want about the movie, but you cannot deny that Pandora from Avatar looks fire. Fire. Come on. Yes, Come on. that's what I thought, too. Uh, cool. So, like, the movie might suck, but, like, if I could say that forest where it glows at night, drink, like, fresh water from the spring, eat some fresh food, fly in a dragon's wing, like, that's where I'm staying. Uh, my other thought was, like, this is going to sound really weird, but, like, the castle from Chronicles of Narnia, Carrie Paravel, like, just, like, a cool medieval time. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it'd just be cool to say in that time. Uh, those are my two answers. But I do think that, that like, you know, again, say what you want about the movie. But that Pandora place looks nice. Yeah, it looks pretty- nice. Yeah. Okay, now, my answer, I thought it would have been pretty cool. But after thinking about it, I thought it, like, I thought I had this great idea for all day today. And then... It was like, that's kind of a terrible idea, but I'm just going to go with it because it's the only one I ever thought of. I was like, wouldn't it be so dope to stay at like the OG Ninja Turtles like underground lair? You know what I mean? Sewer. Man's in a sewer. Yeah. You know? Man's in a I'm sewer like, in New York City. And then I was like, maybe Ninja Turtles 3 was a terrible movie, but their base with the train cars, where that was so cool. And I was like, dang, that'd be so tight. But I'm like, I'm just in the sewer. With some giant mutant <laughs> turtles, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and Magic you know? Lantern. Like, Don't forget that rat. big old rat. But I pizza. thought that was cool. I, I like how people did that. Uh, the Airbnb I know down in Florida, where we went uh, to Disney World, there is like a four million dollar house you can Airbnb that's completely Star Wars out. So it's like every room is like a Star Wars theme, and uh, it's actually pretty cool. But. I would never pay $5,000 like a night to stay there. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. That's crazy. That truck one's cool. I like that. I like that. I thought that was interesting. I wouldn't stay in it, but I like it's pretty cool to oh, see. Oh, I definitely like, would. There's a uh, Harry Potter uh, Airbnb house that you can stay at. Check it out. I just put a picture in the Discord. I Man. kid you not. I kid you not. Oh, my God. <laughs> <They> did. <laughs> You're such a terrible person. No, I'm yeah. I'm looking at it. This is it, it's You're a, a legit man. place. You're a sick man. You, <laughs> if we were showing us on stream, you'd for sure get canceled because you hate orphans. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. It's just it's funny. I was that about an orphan. To. Funny that an orphan stays in there. And no, tortured. he was abused, man, by his <clears throat> of all people. All right, let's right. get into this game, boys. In, it's in our relative area. <laughs> As Stephen was saying, we're getting into the game. Go. Game game masters here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, game master, woohoo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so guys, this yeah. I couldn't find like an actual board for it, so I had to make one on Word. 
but we're going to do what's called actor tic-tac-toe. All right. We have a three by three here. We have cross-reference of movies. I will share my screen so I can actually like explain the game. Actually, no, I won't because I don't want you guys to like get a head start. So yeah. let's say let's say it says like a certain category here, certain category here, where the two categories meet on the grid. Uh, or they meet on the grid. You have to guess the actor. Make okay. sense? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Who wants to be red? Someone pick. Someone I'll pick. I'll be red. red. I'll be red. Right. I love Steven's the red. 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 Uh, it's in words, so don't and like it's a free version of words, so don't mind like the. The buy office stuff. All right. So, this Steven, you are up first. Coder you are up first, my friend. Uh, pick a slot you want to go in and pick an actor, and I will cross reference. Let me get it. let me get middle spot. Here? Yes, sir. What we got? Uh, I can't remember his name, but it's uh, uh, the guy who plays Moon Knight. And you pick your head played. up because you're cheating plays. already. I'm not. Um, Oscar Isaac, that's his name. Oscar Isaac. Oscar oh, Isaac is correct, my friend. That's pretty good. All right, we got Oscar Isaac. You're red, Stephen, right? Yeah. Right. <coughs> yeah. All day, There's every a day. Red. A red. Remember, the, the name of the game is Tic-Tac-Toe. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind. All right, Oscar Isaac is there. Damn, Andrew, you're up, sir. Sports movie and Netflix would be good, but what would I do? Uh, By the way, I thought you were going to say Samuel L. Jackson for that middle one. Yeah, that would have been a good one, too. Star Wars and Marvel, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah, that works, too. I didn't even think about that, to be honest. Uh, I mean, thanks for the hint, though. I could, I could put that somewhere else. Uh, I don't know if you could. Yeah, yeah, you definitely could. Um. Okay, oh. let's do. Oh, dude, I'm drawing a blank on some of these guys. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna get this one out of the way because it's one that I can think of. Um, so Marvel and Netflix original. Okay. I'd be curious if, if you'll let me do this since it's technically a Netflix original Marvel. Um, <clears throat> but you have none other than uh, what's his name? That's what is it? Both of you guys, man. <laughs> I know you, I'm terrible with names. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blink. Charlie? He's Daredevil. All right, I'm not telling you the answer. You, you, what's his name? And pick um, your hands up. Quit typing. I'm not typing. I don't know, I don't know anybody's it's, name, uh, dude. Charlie. In the chocolate factory. No. You got about thirty seconds because you're. I just wasting time. I I can't remember his last name. I don't remember. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven, twenty-six, twenty-five. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember his last name. 16, 15, 14. I know who you're talking about, 13, too, but I don't remember. Yeah, 12, I, 11. I mean, we're going to get to zero, and nine, I'm still not going to know his, eight, name, his last name. Seven, six, five, four. Throw a guess Done. out. I have, to, I, have to, I have to do his fairly. Throw a guess out. Only Hunnan is coming to my mind, and that's the guy from. Um, is that what you're going to? Is that your answer? Yeah, but I know right. that's wrong. Correct. Steven, you're up. 
Damn, I don't know his name either. You could have uh, a different uh, score if you want to, but you decided to guess that one still. Okay, Star Wars Wait. sports movie, and we're going to go Star Wars and sports. Does this technically count for Natalie Portman for Black Swan? It's, I don't know if that's... Let me see. I don't know if Black Swan... Because I, I know it's a horror movie, right? Because she's like creepy as shit, and she gets all like... That is a good one. So either a sports movie or a horror movie. See, she gets categorized as a thriller. Mm, not a horror. Not a horror. <sighs> All right. Yeah, that's what I was going with. So I guess struck out. Do Andrew, I get to go pick up. another spot? Or no, no, no. You guessed three. Andrew, you're up. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to take the Star Wars and horror. I'm going to do Samuel L. Jackson. What movie for Samuel? <clears throat> Obviously, episode two and three. And for the horror movie, he's in a little horror movie called Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea, let's see. Is it a horror? I believe it's that really is a horror movie. Deep Blue Sea is a film series. He's in the first one? Yes. Yeah. All right. It is, it is a horror. Yep. Sci fi horror. Uh, let's go. Samuel okay. L. Blackson. <clears throat> I mean, Jackson. Ooh. Ooh. You're, uh, you're going to be green, Andrew. All right, I like this game. This is a good game. Yeah, some of my best work. Can, can we use the same person twice? Uh, yeah, you can use the same person twice. Okay, I'm also gonna go Samuel Jackson Star Wars. Coach Carter. Okay. Co- Coach Carter is is valid. Valid. Yeah, I, mean, I was trying to get that straight across right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, that's why. That's why I was. Then, you know what I mean? That's what I was trying. <clears throat> that is red. Andrew, you're up. Um. Okay. Oh, shoot, we have to know the name. Oh wait, no, I got this. You have DC, to know the name. It's the point. Uh, DC and horror. This okay. would be um Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Let's he see. is Ocean Ooh. Master, and he's in Insidious. Patrick Wilson. Is that that goofy looking dude? He is in Insidious, and he definitely is in. Let's go. Oh, man. Uh, Henry Cavill would have worked for that spot as well. Well, that would have been too- in what? What horror movie is Henry Cavill in? Green. Hold on, hold on. Let me just real quick. Man, I'm so I'm I'm proud that I pulled that guy's name out of nowhere. Yeah, but you can remember the other guy, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I have a movie, but I don't know if it's a Netflix original. Damn it. <laughs> I want to Google it so bad right now. Henry Cavill was in Blood Creek. Mm. All right, I'm up. You're up. I'm yes, gonna go DC Marvel. Oh, and what? that's uh, the Green Goblin, William Defoe or Defoe. Oh, okay, Defoe. Defoe. DC yeah. Marvel. Yep. Yep. William Defoe is correct. That, that works. That works. All right, Andrew, now's your chance because he didn't go for the block. He's, he's banking on you missing here. <clears throat> what you miss? Okay, so I need that's a, a hard one right there. A horror and Netflix original. Um, and I need to know a name of a person. This is hard because you have to like think of a movie and then um, the name is the hardest part. You can always see faces, but the name is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marvel Netflix original. Okay, I, I gotta I gotta block him. Um, 
So we're going to do Marvel and Netflix original. And we're okay. going to do Chris Hemsworth as Thor and then in, in extraction. Yeah, a lot of people would have worked here. A lot of people. <clears throat> but that works. Chris Hemsworth. Going for I, the block. I had to do the block. All right, Steven, you're up, my friend. A little C Hemi. Oh, I just like there is one person that could go across the entire DC row. Like literally fill up every category in the DC row. Okay. Not that that matters, but there is someone that could do it. Oh man. All right. I got the Netflix that. original and sports one. I'm surprised Steve isn't like jumping at it. Yeah. I just I just had one on that one. He's muted. You're muted. I don't have him to block. Uh, I have him to block, but I don't remember his name. Um, but I don't want to give Andrew a hint. Um, so we're going to go DC Sports, and we'll go. That's okay. Um, DC Sports, and we're going to go. Oh, we're going to go DC. We're going to go. What's his name from Batman? Um, Christian Bale, and he's going to be in, in the boxing movie, uh, The Boxer. Yep, yep, he isn't. Yep, okay. Christian Bale works there. Christian Bale. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I go for the block, you go for the win. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Steven's going to have a hard time in this horror Netflix spot. So I'm going to go for the well, block. I, I have it right now. I just don't know his last name. I'm um, trying to think of it. That's two, two ways to win. You have one, brother. Okay. Um, Netflix original. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm. I, this is the only one that I know, but I'm gonna do a sports movie and Netflix original, and right. it's Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, and like all of his uh, okay, movies yeah, are considered sure. sports movies. But if you want a specific one, Long oh, Yard, I don't, I don't, I don't want a specific one. Uh, I was thinking kind of Reeves, but you know, Sandler works. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, that's why I thought I thought he was gonna jump all over it. So I'm going to go horror in original. So this is what I'm nervous about. The only question I have is, is it a Netflix original? And that's uh, Thomas Shelby from the Peaky Blinders. Uh, I think his name is C.U. Colin Murray. I don't know how to say his name. Because um, Peaky Blinders technically started original with Netflix, and then he's in the – that zombie movie um oh what's his name uh first name starts with the cu it's like some weird c-u-i-l something kate colin murphy the guy from oppenheimer no you're not, Damn even, it, close. not even close don't give that to him <laughs> and you should know that man's name i can't remember it right now but that's the that's the name i cannot remember uh, uh i mean i'm i'm tempted to give it to him no, he's not even saying the name right. It's like Colin. His name is not Colin. It's not. It's not what he said. He didn't really say that. I didn't say Colin. It's Colin with the O. Um, I'm gonna try and see. Right. I need to say something real quick because I I don't know if it's considered a Netflix because it is technically BBC. 
Uh, but let me let me check to see if like what they qualify it as. Yeah, because it aired originally as a Netflix original, and then the next season went to BBC first. Okay, so here's what happened. Picky Binders was was originally a BBC original series. Its popularity prompted Netflix to buy the rights and rework it into a Netflix original series. So by title, technically it is a Netflix original series. By definition of origin, no. But by yeah, actual, then, then I'm not going to count it. I don't want if if I win, I'm not going. I don't want to win on on technicality. Okay, I got one. It came to me. Excuse me. The the answer came to me. What? For horror, horror and Netflix original. I got you're, one. You're a sick man. You ready? What is it? Go for it. Winona, Winona, Winona Ryder. She's the she's in Stranger Things, and she's also in Alien Resurrection. Oh yeah, she uh, is in Alien Resurrection. But is it a sci-fi? That's not a horror. I, I think Aliens is considered a sci-fi horror. Okay, so so here here's okay. Here's a piece I need you guys to agree on or not. I never said we have to call the movie out. Technically, she isn't a horror film. It isn't what Andrew's talking about, though. So, do we count it? So, she's not in... So, Alien Resurrection is not considered a horror movie? Uh, I don't believe... Yeah, it's a sci-fi film. But it's... It's not sci-fi horror, though? Uh, Yeah, Google it. It's a sci-fi horror. right now. I do agree with you, though. If you don't tell the title, then... Because I could just be like Samuel Jackson, and you're like, for where, wherever it fits, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, I, I think it's important to know where we're coming from. Yeah, I uh, thought. I game, thought I'm not gonna lie, specifically the alien. Yeah, okay, it is considered horror. It is horror. Winona Ryder is, is the winning. The winning. What, other, what was there. the other horror movie that she's in? Um, I just had it. What the fuck? Uh, uh, it's like Beetlejuice. Hey, hey, hey. Beetlejuice. She needs to be green. Oh yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice. One and two. Uh. Yeah, Beetlejuice was the one I was thinking of. Cool. You, that, that's the game, gentlemen. The person, the person that could have went all the way across the DC uh, category is Michael Keaton. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he could have said him three times and it would have counted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel oh, Jackson is also is is just cluttered in there. You could have had mm-hmm. the whole middle Star Wars row for him to do. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking for some reason, I was thinking uh, – Marvel and horror were together like like they were like a cross point instead of being like oh I know I kept thinking, like, I kept thinking Net, that Netflix head. original I was going like okay what are the Netflix original horror movies and I'm like this I is don't the hardest row for sure <clears throat> no but I kept thinking of horror like how Andrew was saying it I kept thinking original like I kept seeing the board going Netflix original horror and I go yeah. I gotta find somebody in that and then yeah, and oh, then that's the yeah, other, yeah. you know what I mean. Like that's, yeah. but that was on us. That's not on you guys. You guys uh, had, you guys had three. You guys each had three different times to win. So I, I'm pretty fair. Yeah, game. yeah, for sure. It mm-hmm. was came out to the last tile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Oh. I, only if that fucking BBC shit wouldn't have happened, I would have easily won that. But. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, yeah, BBC thing. Yeah, I think you could have taken the. How do you say his name? How do you say his name? Killian. Killian. He technically said it somewhat like that. That's why I was like. Because I kept saying yeah. Surlian or something, but I know I wasn't saying that. I it's like someone it. saying Samuel or Samuel. It's like technically it's Samuel, but Samuel is also another way yeah, to I say it. it. You know what I mean? But the BBC, even if I said his name right, um, the the Peaky Blinders thing wasn't a, a Netflix, true Netflix original. So yeah, I don't want to hear Andrew cry for the next like week. Technically, I mean, couldn't Samuel you... Jackson could have had both. He could have these six tiles there. Could you have done Christian Bale on the the DC the whole DC role too? 
Uh, what horror film? Uh, isn't American Psycho? Yeah. No. That's not a thriller. Yeah, movie. it's a horror film. No, that's a horror movie. You could have yeah. said that. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> the Batman. Batman and then Gore. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that one. That, yeah, that's not much. Matt, the Christian Bale saying. one, to be honest with you, the Christian Bale one, I pulled out of my ass. I was just like, Christian Bale, and I know he's in some other fucking boxing movie. And I was all the boxer. I, 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 I was like, gonna do like yeah. I really yeah. hope that movie's Ferrari called The Boxer. That one. No, I, I, uh, well, I didn't think about that. Let me see. Boxing. It's called The Boxer, right? I think it's called The Fighter. The Fighter. The Fighter. The Fighter. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg's in it, too. Like, I think. Uh, yeah, I actually think Mark Wahlberg's the main character, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and Christian Bale's his, his brother. His brother? Yeah, yeah. His druggy brother or whatever. I couldn't remember if it was called the boxer or so Southpaw, but the, Southpaw the, the crazy other. thing that started to happen too was my Netflix original. I like it was for whatever reason going to like Amazon Prime originals, dude. And I'm like, I why? This- why can I not Same remember shit. any of these things? I kept thinking Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, and I was like, mm. why am I keep thinking Jason Momoa? And then, yeah, I, I started getting myself confused. Yeah, well, gentlemen, I'm taking my comeback because that was definitely the best game we've had in a while. So. Yes. I will, Probably, I will that, was good. that was good. I will give you some games on that Always. one. That was fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, that is our show for tonight. Any last thoughts? Anything that you want to leave these wonderful people listening to us to know? I'm going to go against how my soul feels. And I hope I feel like Ahsoka is going to fail me, but I know she's not. I feel like Dave Filoni is going to come clutch, prove us all wrong. Um, and end it on a good note. Also, I will take Dave Filoni for listening to this. I will take it if you want to keep the story going. Do not kill somebody if they don't need to die. That's all I'm asking for. Thank you. So my final thoughts is Sucker's going to be fine, I think, as well. But we just are putting our confidence in Dave like he didn't just put out Mando Season 3 like six months ago. But anyways, uh, Ahsoka should be fine. Dave Filoni, you got some work to do, brother. That's all I got to say about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and bye bye, Kathleen Kennedy. Thank God. Good I mean, friends. Uh, that is our show. Thank you. Follow us, listen to us on um, podcasts wherever you get them Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere. Also, too, for, for the homies that be staying through this, leave a review, like, subscribe, say something. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like it, dislike it, say a comment, say Andrew's beard's whack and he needs to, you know, get off his Star Wars tip. Mm-hmm. We get it. Say everything and anything. I'll shave it for uh, you. Uh, Yeah, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, algorithm, all that fun stuff. Goodbye.